bullshit, my friend. I will sue you for everything you have. I will sue your ass. Hey, this is John, the American Hilljack Lane, and I'd like to formally welcome you to the American Hilljack Files, Episode 10. Scream, A Night at the Empire, and other bullshit. Today's show features interviews from Wrath Icon, and Curcia, Cronus, and Manchester Road, all done at the Empire Concert Club and Bar in Akron, Ohio. Now, I keep preaching if we don't pull these on-sign local music scenes from around the country together by using positivity and teamwork, we ain't even gonna have music to hold on to in the near future. Yet, I gotta say that Mike Gallagher truly gave me hope in the show he put together as to all the bands and the people involved that night. But before we get into the dirt, accusations, and opinions, I'd like to start things out with the American Hill Jack's credo, or maybe just my view on how I live my life. Slow and steady wins the race, and good things come to those who wait. I may not be moving as fast as I want forward, but at least I'm not standing still or moving backwards. The only one stopping me is me, and I will forgive the trespasses of those who try to stop me, because I am a pro, positive, real, and original person who will do no harm, but take no shit. As long as I have air in my lungs and the ability to entertain on the stage, on the air, or on camera, there truly is no limit. In this world of chaos, untrustworthy people, and uncertainties, the time has come to fight, fuck, or hit the bricks. I, for one, am going to keep being a pro-positive, real, and original person, dig in my heels, and fight with all my being. When you feel like you want to give up and quit sometimes, you just got to release some tension and scream, motherfucker!
Dream right there from After the Fall. They came music scene, Pittsburgh area's most kick-ass band that I can think of at this point. You can check them guys out at facebook.com forward slash After the Fall. Now, hey, all you mother truckers out there that have been uh, wondering what the fuck is really going on, I'll tell you. I don't know myself. I'm trying to gauge a lot of shit. This week, I wanted to get my podcast out earlier, but unfortunately, I felt like hell, and I had to mix all these things. I did several interviews at the Empire Concert Club and Bar, and uh, I did not only with Wrath Icon, which is up first, and Curcia, Cronus, and Manchester Road, but I also did one with Sunless Sky, Kern Murphy, and Juan, but unfortunately, theirs is so long, I'm going to make it into a total separate show, and I hope to get some music from those guys and really feature them. It's a very interesting what's going on. But first up is Wrath Icon. This band is kick-ass. I loved everything they did last Saturday at the Empire Concert Club and Bar in Akron, Ohio. I loved what uh, Mike their bass player, he helped put together the show, and he really brought the scene together. It was really a pro, positive, real, and original experience. Uh, hung out with a lot of people, talked to a lot of people, did these interviews. Now, the interviews themselves, please try to be slightly uh, forgiving to me. I need to get better equipment. I need to get some more microphones because uh, I had to do a lot of adjusting. They didn't come out the way I would like them to sound, and it was kind of hard. We were in Eric's office. Uncle Eric to me, that is. And it was a little hard to adjust everything. So, you know, I'm going to get get down to business and work a little harder to make these things a lot better. But right now, right now, I want you to check out this interview from Wrath Icon because I'm telling you, these guys are some really great guys and they are going to be a band that's going to take the Akron music scene, hopefully, to the next level. Get yourself a pool, people. All right, well, I'm sitting right here. At the Empire Concert Club and Bar, like I said, I'm up here hanging out with a lot of the bands tonight, and I'm with the headliner tonight, Wrath Icon. You guys can feel to introduce yourselves and what you do in the band. Uh, I'm Sean, and I sing. I'm Matt, I play guitar. I'm Josh, and I'm on drums. Now, I'm going to cut the little bit that I started recording. Maybe, maybe we'll leave it in there. Who the fuck knows? I can do whatever the fuck I want, because I run this place. But at the same time... Now, all you guys, you were in Dragonwick. Yes. And, uh, Original member. Okay, okay. Teenagers. Yeah, I was trying to get damage in here, my guy, but uh, he says he's a bad interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bad everything. Uh, yeah, I heard he's a bad lay, too. Yeah, I'll leave that in there. It's because he spends all his time at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you guys come about? What you know, what brought you guys together and got you guys rocking? Mike and I hooked back up after many years of being away. Uh huh. He had joined Dragonwick after I left the band. Oh, okay. Dragonwick was reforming, and they were looking for a new singer. Found me on. It wasn't Facebook, it was the other... which you know, MySpace. MySpace, that's yeah, it. Right. And uh, oddly enough, I came in, tried out for the guys, and we started Dragonwick again. Um, Tony, our guitar player, ended up having some issues. Okay. sick. We decided, okay, we're going to start something new. Set Dragonwick aside because we feel that Tony is Dragonwick. Okay, I understand that. So, Mike and I were in search of, we came up with Matt. 
Okay. New guitar player. I was a Craigslist special, man. That's what I was. There you go. His you friend was Josh. Yeah. That's me here. We got Mike off the drums, which he played in Dragon Whip, brought him to bass. He wanted mm-hmm. to be out front. And then uh, we picked up a second guitar player, which is Jerry. He should be here soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of how it came about. And we changed the name. Just everything's fresh. I'll tell you what. Your uh, Murder of Crow song is kick fucking ass. Uh, Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah, see, I do. I do a little bit of my homework when I'm not smoking pot. <laughs> it took us two years to write that. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It's really good, and I like what you guys are put, putting out. And I liked what you did tonight. Now I don't know who helped book all this, but what you did tonight is you brought the scene together. Well, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> okay. Mike's not here. Yeah. See, that's what I said. Mike's not here, man. And I, I want to give him credit for that because yeah. you know that's that's rare. And that's what that's what the American Hilljack Pro series, which Pro for me stands positive, real, and original, which it don't necessarily mean you're you know it's just being real about things and working together. And that's what I want to do within the scene. That's what right. these podcasts are about. And guys like you that are out there, you know. Pumping out the original music give you an outlet to actually be heard. Oh, absolutely. And music, music's more of a hobby, or more than a hobby. Right. A lot of people. So, right. I mean, bringing people together, you know, with a common ground, such as music. I mean, that's that's great to be able to do that. And there's been a lot of division lately. It's- that's what I was going to lead to. Right. What is you guys' opinion? Now, I, I come out. I'm from originally from the Pittsburgh area, and I come out here in 2003 okay. and start playing in bands and. uh but between 2003 and now, I've seen such a division in exactly what you said. And there's so many good bands. Like tonight, you have many a good bands on this on this bill. I mean, Absolutely. it is a loaded show. Absolutely. And again, what do you, what do you think it's going to take to bring it back to those days where we all work together? I think it's the people. Yeah. The bands yeah. need yeah. to stick together yep. and, and keep that rapport, you know? Right. <laughs> I mean, six bands was unheard of 20 years ago at one time, usually in a local venue. Right. But uh, I think now it pulls in the crowds. Right. They get a little bit of each style. Yeah, yeah. that's what they're looking for. They're hungry for it. Yeah. They want to hear what we're putting out. That's a lot longer night. Right. And now, here's another subject we've been talking about on this podcast off and on. Have you guys got into the ticket sales thing? And what's your opinion on the pay to play? I want you to be as honest and blatant as possible. I would hope we never have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, at this point, Mike, again, not right. here, he, I don't think he will sell tickets. <laughs> that's, that's, he would rather promote it himself as heavy as possible right. before he gets to that. Right. And that's sort of where, uh, where our band, the Hellfire Club, is. We appreciate the fact that some some people want to do that, but at the same time, right. it seems like a lot, a lot within our area, it's more of a scam yeah. than it is... What it's supposed to be? We're musicians, not Ticketmaster. I right. mean, right? It's and it's hard to it's hard to I guess balance and everything when you have to sell tickets and you know uh, who wants to do that, man? Yeah. 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 yeah, it does. And, and if, if the club owner thinks it's just about the money, yeah. then I think they're thinking wrong. Right. 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 Yes, they're giving us a place to play. Hopefully, it brings in the people. Right. But you got to keep that rapport going. Right. Exactly. Keep advertising. Keep getting the people in. And, and spread the word. And it's, it needs to be a team effort. Yeah. Like the Empire, we, you know, I'm not to say this because I'm here, Eric. So don't get excited. I'm not giving you too much goddamn credit. Uh, <laughs> but they actually, they actually promote and they actually oh, you know, push it out. And there's a lot of clubs within our scene out here in Akron, Cleveland, Canton area that exactly like you said, they treat it like you're renting the venue. Mm-hmm. And then when you don't bring the people in, 
they want a bitch. Right, and I, and I feel that's yeah, and I, I don't think that's right. I think it's more it should be a grassroots thing, like it was back in the day, where the bands work together. Yeah, too many people just rely on Bookface and don't you know get out there and press the flesh and try to work you know, and promote. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm, I'll be honest. This, this guy's old school. He doesn't do the Bookface. No, I don't even do Bookface. See? My wife do that. Yeah. Anyway, I, I walked in here for the first time. Mm-hmm. This was already on the wall. Yeah. Everything's clean. He's got stuff lined up for weeks. I've never seen that before. Usually it's a sticker or something just scattered yeah. on the wall, stuck on the right. door. Hell, right. You know, breath icon metal shot tonight, man. <laughs> yeah, yes. That surprised me. <laughs> and, that, and that's what's cool is they they make it they make it an event. Yeah. And yes. I think that's what I think that's what needs to happen more Absolutely. at every club. Yes. And and I'm not just saying this because I'm sitting here tonight, but they need to take a little lesson from the Empire oh, and, and, and employ this. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Everybody yeah. Should. Everybody here is treated you like a champ. I feel like the Empire's putting the soul back in the. Oh, in the music scene, I, at least they're trying. I mean, every show I've been to here as a spectator has been fantastic. Right, it's been fantastic. Than anywhere else in this area, that's for damn sure. Right, I know he likes what he does. Yeah, yeah. Eric enjoys the atmosphere. <laughs> he keeps the place up. Too. Yes. A lot more. Maybe they should come here and take a look and go back. And yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. I, I do think that. Now, back to you guys. So we don't just talk about and bash the scene. So some motherfucker will, you know, message me and bitch. Uh, what's your writing process? Just out of curiosity, what? How did you know? Just one guy started. Do you all started? You just jam. How's it work? I mean, I, I'll usually it's all of us. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll I'll come to the table with a riff maybe, and uh, and then we just kind of build off of that. That's cool. And we usually just, I mean, honestly, feel it out. Okay. Feel it out. And it kind of comes together on its own, I'd say. Listen to the Pandora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You hear a band you yeah. haven't heard before. Right. This yeah. just happened recently. And I said, this song is really killer. You guys got to hear it. I let them hear it. Instantaneously, I got an idea. Yeah. Right. right. So yeah. they want to play something similar because that's right in our field. Right. And next thing you know, Matt's over there whipping it out. And we're starting to write lyrics. And he's whoa, whoa. He's whipping it out. Whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, it's not that kind of party. No, no. Please. 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 We saved the tube sock magic for our set. <laughs> All right. Now, what's some of you guys' influence? If you had to say, what are the guys that brought you to the table to get you to do what you want to do? Wow. Oh, that's a long list. <laughs> Be honest. I'm going to start in the 80s. Yeah. I'm going to go with Ted Nugent, Deep Purple, mm-hmm. Black sure. Sabbath. God bless you. Yep. My next door neighbor, he blew it out his windows when he washed his 71 Chevelle. There you go. I was all about it. Awesome. I was kind of death, testament, Halloween, a lot of the old school metal, thrash, power metal. And as he's saying this, he's sitting here with a vest with all that shit, (laughs) patches on it. It's awesome. I had had to acquire it. Yep, I had to acquire it, of course. (laughs) Chuck Schallinger was a fucking, you talk about guitar players, yes. Tim a- Tim Amar from my area was oh, in Controlled Denied. He is great. Yes, he's one of my idols. Yes, there you go, Tim. You got your plug. He lives in Florida. We love you, man. He lives in Florida now. He's the, he does several. He is like he goes from band to band, but in every band he's badass. Fantastic! Oh, Hell yeah! Hell so, oh, yeah! And sure. how about yourself? Who are the guys that brought you to the table, my man? Well, Ron is the best creator. He's one of them. Primal Fear. Oh yeah! I mean, you can't forget Primal Fear. I give respect to Absolutely. Right. I mean, so, so what's you, I know you guys 
Mike told me since he's not in here, you know, because he, I guess you know he don't want to talk. He's growing some feathers, I think. He'll run around, he'll he'll run around, he'll he'll run around doing PR work. Yeah, yeah, he'll do PR work with a beer with a beer in one hand. Uh, so you, uh, what's good? You got the album done. When is it coming out? I would say probably three weeks will be available. Okay. Um, I think we're going to have a CD release party, believe it or not, here. That's awesome. I believe Mike and Eric Hopefully. were talking when we first yeah. got here. I haven't heard the details yet. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. what's, what's, the name? Name? what's the name of the album? Uh, it's Murder of Crows. Crows. Murder, of Crows. Murder of Crows. It's the song itself. I was really impressed when Mike put it up. And I was just like, wow, man, this is kick ass. It's coming back to that. It, it has a good groove. It's that good feel. It's power. It's Yes. Yeah. It started out as just an idea, like yeah. I said earlier. Yep. A just, simple riff. Yep. Just Mad elaborated. Right. Now lyrically, let me ask you this: Do you write the lyrics, my, my man? The lyrics. My wife has a cousin that did three tours in Afghanistan, and he told me when they were on certain duties they had to do, it would be in a tent for days at a time. Okay. There'd be stuff going on. And he said, you would go out there after a few days, he goes, there's just bodies laying around. And the birds are eating. Oh, wow. Get to them. You can't bring them back. You can't take care of them. Murder crows, flock of crows. I just described things that he told me, wrote them down, made a song out of it, kind of describing the situation. That's Somebody was laying there. Right. You know, right. Well, dude... I'm hoping to get Mike to get me a copy of that so I can play it on this right after this interview. Did you hear that, Mike? Yeah, I'll be fucking with you when I get out of here. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, you have to pluck some feathers. So, I just want to thank you guys for taking the chance to talk to us a little bit. I, I want sometime we'll have to do a better interview where we got more time. I'm just trying to get everything in here tonight to show that you guys, and I want to give you guys along with Mike, and I shouldn't give him too much credit because he wouldn't come in here. But you guys put a heck of a show together. You got the the scene to pull together, and that's what it's all about. Is this is the scene itself to pull together as musicians? That's the only way it's going to make it better, in my opinion. And I know you guys feel the same way. Absolutely. Indeed. All right. Hey, we got to give one plug. Okay. Yeah. Give a plug. Get plug as many as you want. Plug it up. <laughs> Curran Murphy. Yes. Thank you for taking the time. Yes. Thank you, sir. Yes. yes. He is, he, he is an awesome guitar player, yes. awesome yes. studio. Yes. Excellent human being. Yeah. All the way around. And he builds amps and guitars. Yeah. I don't think there's anything... I don't think there's anything he don't do. No. He's a great King Diamond. I think Halloween. He, too. Yes, he is. I saw that. I he, think he, installs, awesome. he installs toilets, too. Yeah. He's, yeah, there you go. And uses them last I heard. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much from Wrath Icon. If you guys don't check these guys out, there's something fucking wrong with you. I'm telling you. So, uh, hey, this is the American Hilljack Files, APO Radio, where it's positive, real, and original. We'll be right back with more. Stick around. Hey, thank you for listening to that, man. That's a cool little interview with those guys. You can check those guys out at facebook.com forward slash wrath icon. And I do have the tune Murder of Crow right here to play for you guys. So strap yourselves in and get yourself out, right? Because these motherfuckers are going to kick your ass. A Murder of Crow.
order in the court. Your Honor, I'd like to demand a sidebar. Demand? Sir, we haven't even called a case. You better have a good reason to demand anything. Well, I do have a good reason, Your Honor. I just want to go to the ultimate dive bar in Armstrong County, let alone the world. Sidebar is a small bar with a big atmosphere open seven days a week. It's a place with a big city feel and a rural community. It's the ultimate dive bar. Trashy with a touch of class. Sidebar is some of the best food with their menu of delicacies to please your taste buds. It also has a wide selection of seasonal, specialty, and domestic beers from around Pennsylvania, the United States, and the world. Sidebar provides some of the best live shows in the area featuring local, regional, and national acts which include everything from rock, country, punk, to hip-hop. Sidebar is all about live entertainment. So if you're looking for a place with great food, great people, and a great atmosphere, Sidebar at 190 Clearfield Pike in Catang, Pennsylvania, right around the corner from the Armstrong County Courthouse, is definitely the place you want to be. Like them on Facebook to keep up on all their events and specials. But more importantly, stop in and become part of the family. So, Your Honor, do you have any objections about the Sidebar? Only that you didn't tell me about this place sooner. I might have to hold you in contempt of court the next time you appear in front of me. Really? Well... Not if you buy the next round some more of those wings. Everything that 
Find a new that you will survive All in due time Ask the questions why Everything you thought you knew that you will survive Fuck you, fuck me Voices in my head Screaming for your death Fear the devil locked inside of me This is fucking true Pray for your soul Beg for your life, I wanna hear you scream Fuck you, fuck me Voices in my head Screaming for your death Fear the devil locked inside of me This is fucking true Pray for your soul Beg for your life, I wanna hear you scream Fuck you, fuck me Hey!
Holy shit, Kit Kambudel, that was a triple shot from the Akron Canton Cleveland music scene right there. Jesus Christ, you had Wrath Icon with the Murder of Crow right off the bat. And like I said, you can check those guys out at facebook.com forward slash Wrath Icon. Then you had Hatecore Inc., which is Chris Dan's band, but now he's got The Hate Keeper, another project he's working on, and you can check him out at facebook.com forward slash the hate keeper and then you had erasing never with betrayed that band kicks ass too and you can check those guys out at facebook.com forward slash erasing never got some great fucking bands out there dudes you got to be listening i'm telling you i'm so tired of hearing there's nothing good there's nothing new there's all kinds of shit out there you can grasp onto no matter what kind of fan you are And the biggest thing is, this scene's coming together, people. The Akron-Canton-Cleveland music scene is pulling together, and it's going to make things happen. And I am just happy to be a part of it here with what I do. Now, coming up next, I got an interview with Incursia. Now, some cool fucking people. Tim Everett, which is a friend of mine, and as we talk in the interview, we have spent a lot of years up and down the road playing shows together in many different bands not in the same band, but he was in WMD. I was in, uh, shit, three or four different bands that they come and played with, and I'm very happy. But he's got a cool band going on. They're called Incursia. You can learn all about them in this interview. So don't go away, people. I'm telling you, you got to listen to all this shit because it is so cool to hear these people talk. Sit right back. Fire yourself up a good one. Get a drink. Take a listen. All right, I'm here at the Empire Concert Club with the guys from Incursia. You care to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Jamie. And Tim. And w- Tim is the guitar player, Mr. Tim Everett. And Jamie, your last name is? It's Yula Jeske. It's very Polish. Ah, uh, right. You now, can make jokes if you want. <laughs> now, I just watched you guys play a blistering set. It was very phenomenal. And for all my uh, listeners out there, all you mother truckers, we have... A lady here that is pregnant and still got up and kicked ass. <laughs> 31 weeks to be exact. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, now, how did you guys come together? Now, for all those that don't know that listen to the American Hill Jack Files, Tim was in Weapons of Mass Destruction when I first come out here. I've known Tim for a while, and uh, we spilled a few beards together, but now he's got, now he's got this band. So how did this come together? Uh, me and the original drummer from WMD, Randy Strickler, got together and started jamming again. Wanted to put something else together, and I actually found an ad on Craigslist for Jamie. Cool, cool. Now, Jamie, have you sang with anybody before this? Is this your first time? Um, actually, I uh, I just started singing in front of people last October. I was really weird about it, and I started singing at karaoke bars and. I got more and more comfortable, and then a friend of mine was telling me how she found her band off Craigslist. I'm like, okay, let me try this out. And I uh, posted an ad, and for a couple weeks I was with this really weird Christian band that it was just uh, the uh, father and his son, and it didn't really go anywhere. We just, like, jammed in their living room. Father, the son, and the Holy Ghost? Yeah, pretty much. And uh, they ended up letting me go because I dropped acid, like, a couple months before, and I was telling them about it, being like, oh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. And then they're like, oh, you do drugs? And they're like, okay, we're going to have to let you go. And I'm like, all right, bye. <laughs> so did you find them or did Tim find you? Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys hit me up. Yep. And then uh, probably a month after that I met him. And 
Went from there, and here we are. Yeah, we had Jamie came come out, and she sang a couple of the old WMD tunes. Really? And me and Randy just looked at each other, and we're like, yeah, this is what we want to do. <laughs> we want to do this with a female singer, and... Awesome. Awesome. Now, I heard a lot of your... That was all originals, correct, or yes. correct me if I'm not? Now, are those all fresh new originals? Were there some WMDs in there? Or? Two of them were brand new. Three of them were old WMD songs. Nice. Now... You, your drummer and your bass player, you have to tell us a little bit about them. Uh, what, what Your Randy bass player is your, significant, is your significant other, I believe? Yeah, the bassist is my boyfriend. He's actually a drummer in the Hemi Devils. Oh, okay. I love those guys. Yeah. We played them cool. on the American Hill Jack Files. Yeah, hell yeah. I love those guys. Yeah, Jack's pretty cool. And, he's uh, the drummer in that band. Yep. And uh, he's done a lot. He was a drummer in uh, Half Race Heathens and, uh, God, what is it? I can't remember the other name. It was a like really famous band too, but um, no, he does a lot, and uh, yeah. So I got him into it. He wasn't he wasn't a bassist before this. I'm and like, he hey, was, you want to give it a he shot? was actually just coming to our practice to fill in on bass until right. we found a bass player. And once he started learning the songs and playing, he liked it. He wanted to do it. Yeah. And that's cool, man. And he's actually really good. So, well, Tim, you've always been easy to work with. That you know, not some well, people say that. I guess I think you are. And yeah. then Randy hasn't played out in a band in like 15 years and that's your drummer that's our drummer and when we started running through older stuff it was like we'd never stop playing together so that's awesome now i know you guys did a show out the outpost i do believe uh uh with la guns was it no we did a uh, show with the bullet boys bullet boys i knew it was one of them and we did a show with art of dying right uh, not to now here's where the controversy comes in so <laughs> I don't know if you've been listening to the Hilljack Files, but I talked a little bit about what was going on at the Outpost with uh, some of their uh, ticket sales. Or what. what is your honest opinion? I, I just get it from somebody else besides myself in the scene. What is your honest opinion about the system out there and how how it is? Well, I've never been a fan of ticket sale shows. And the shows like those where you're opening for a national headliner. Right. You sell a bunch of tickets. If you can. Usually the shows are on weeknights, so it's a hard sell. And right. It's either bands that aren't really relevant anymore, like Bullet Boys. I hate to say that, but I mean, they're... No, no, but you're being honest. This or yeah. bands like Art of Dying, which is a Canadian band that sounds a little bit like Nickelback that <laughs> has, like, you know, songs on internet radio, but nobody's really ever heard of them that right. much. Yeah. So it's a hard sell. Right. And... Bands like us, local bands, work our ass off to sell tickets and get people out to the show to see bands that they don't really know. Right. And then, you know, you get thrown on stage, you get rushed off stage. Yeah. Right. And, and then the bands that we usually uh, play for, like the uh, big-name bands, like they don't e- they're not even there while we're playing. They're just chilling in their... Uh, oh, I much prefer shows like this where there's six local bands, a bunch of people that all know each other and really, really... Like each other. There's a lot of talent out there tonight. Yes. Most definitely. I'll be talking to most of them. And so I know Tim's been a veteran of the scene for a long time. And within the Akron scene, I'm my personal self. This is one of my missions with doing A-Pro Radio and the American Hill Jack Files and all that stuff. Is trying to bring bands together again. Because I remember when I first come out here, it was a cool vibe back in 2003. Yeah, there was a lot of camaraderie between the bands. Yeah. Back then, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's what I miss. And that's what I like seeing tonight. There's a lot of camaraderie here. In fact, it's like an old school reunion. Heck, I think yeah. everybody here has either played together or been in bands that you know have played together around the area. So it's very nice. But what do you see 
What, in your opinion, needs to happen, do you think, to get that back to that that core thing where we were all working together and we were all supporting each other? What do, what do you think? Uh, well, more nights like this. <laughs> right. I don't know. There's a lot of... It just seems like there's a lot of newer, younger talent out there that just isn't experienced enough, doesn't have the background right. to know that you, it's not a competition. You know, you should work with your fellow musicians. You promote a whole lot better when you can get a large group of people. And if you have bands that all work together, share each other's posts, share each other's events. Right. Talk about the other bands when they go out. You know, do a lot of PR. Yes, I totally agree. Now, you, you this so this is your second band, technically. First well, one the playing first out with. One that actually did anything. So. Yeah. yeah. When she's played out it. Yeah. So, are you and being pregnant? You have to be a, you have to be a little bit nervous getting up. I love your comment about your mom saying all the scream <laughs> stuff is going to yeah. damage the baby. Uh, no, yeah, my first show that I ever played was definitely very very awkward. Um, I was really nervous, and uh, now I'm definitely getting used to it. I just feel like. I can't wait to not be pregnant and doing it. So like, <laughs> do more on stage and just stand there. And <laughs> but it, even with, I don't think you just stood there. You moved some. Give yourself some credit. <laughs> I try. <laughs> but I, I, you have a real for someone that's never done this live. You, you have a real sense of what needs what needs to do. You project is exactly like Tim said prior to when we started, and I'm really was really impressed like that. No, thank you. I appreciate that. You know. Yeah. And Tim, as always, you are a very talented guitar player. Thank you. You know, and he also has a collection, of, or I don't know if he still does, but has a, a wide variety of guitars I've seen him play and amps and everything. That's I, I've always been jealous of that. <laughs> you know, I get tired of playing this. I'll pull this out for a while. You know, I've watched you do that many a times. So, what's what's up next for you guys? What do you what are you gonna be recording? Or are you gonna try to get? We want to start recording after the first of the year. Okay. Um, we're probably going to go to the same studio that the Hemi Doubles just recorded their album at. Yeah. Album at. Yeah. And, and, it, and that album kicks ass for all you people out there. Just so you know, you check out the Hemi Devils. I'll play be playing them probably in this podcast now, it, since they've been mentioned. We'll be playing with those guys next Saturday yep. at Lakewood Iggy's. Oh right. And that is the date on that is. 17. All right. Remember that, December 17th. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for stopping in and talking to the old Hill Jack here. And let's do some shows together. I play in this little band called the Hellfire Club. <laughs> We'd love to have you guys come out and jam. In fact, me and Tim talked about that when my son's band, Three Vultures, were playing with uh, Smile Up the Soul out the outpost. So, yeah, we'll, let's bring the scene together, people. You see this? That's what you got to do, mother truckers. So, uh, hey, stick around. Get yourself a pool. We got more to come. Right there. That was so cool to hang out and just shoot the shit with one of my old time friends, Tim Everett, and learn all about them. Unfortunately, those guys didn't have anything for me to play. And they're working on it. Like they said, they're going to be recording. Make sure to check those guys out at facebook.com forward slash Incursia. Great band. Now, they mentioned their bass players in the Hemi Devils, and I love the Hemi Devils. Man, you can check those guys out at facebook.com forward slash the Hemi Devils. And right now, I want to play from the the Hemi Devils. Baptized in gasoline. So get yourself a pool, motherfuckers, because it's getting hot in this bitch.
fired up right there. Jesus from the Hemi Devils, baptized in gasoline. Like I said, please check those mother truckers out. Uh, You just can't beat them with a stick, motherfuckers. I'm telling you, I'm loving that all these great bands are out here. And I see so much progress. I I feel re-energized about the Akron Kent music scene because of the bands. Now, we're going to have a battle, people. I ain't going to kid you. There's a lot of these guys that aren't pulling together and trying to work together. But the ones that are, we're going to prosper. And I hope the American Hill Jack Pro Series, A-Pro Radio, is going to be a part of that and help everybody do that. (laughs) I'll tell you. Now, right now, I have a cool interview. Now, I've known Bob and Crystal Stewart for 12 or 13 years. The interview was great. It was nice to just hang with them. And I want you guys to check these guys out. I'm a little bit of favoritism towards them because uh, Crystal says I'm one of her biggest influences. And she is the female version of the Hilljack, I think. Maybe not quite as crazy, but damn close. (laughs) Get yourself a pool. Listen to this. I'm sure you'll love it. I'm telling you, it's nice to have all these people. Well, here we are back in the action at the Empire Concert Club and Bar, and I've got my adopted little Hill Jill sister in here, the singer of Cronus and her significant other, the badass guitar player, Bob Stewart, Bob and Crystal Stewart. How are you guys doing today? Great. How you doing, Good. buddy? Good. Uh, now, now, you guys were, had Flames Burn Black. And you took it into this, into Cronus. And Flamesburg Black was phenomenal, but you guys have really stepped it up with another, another level with Cronus. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. You know, we've done a couple shows to you guys. Now, what is what what brought you to that point? What brought you to decide to make Cronus the way it was? Well, we knew we had to change from Flames, from Flames, and we can't replicate that. Right. It has to be, it could be similar. But it has to be different at the same time. So right. That's why we brought Andy and another guitar player instead of just myself. Uh-huh. For other ideas. And the original drummer who was. Right. Uh, Josh Fields, who's an amazing drummer. Uh, yes, Tony he was. Quinn, the little motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> be perfectly honest, man. Now, Crystal, yeah, you, you still writing all the lyrics? I am. I am. Uh, except Mortal Man. Bob, Bob wrote the lyrics. Really? Yes. Bob. She's not angry enough sometimes. <laughs> that's not what you tell me when we're talking alone. <laughs> but I guess that just applies I to the just, house. I, I was totally, I was totally stuck on that. I just, I had nothing. I just couldn't come up with anything. And I handed it to him, and I'm like, I, I got nothing. You're gonna have an instrumental here, man. I got, I got nothing. And he wrote that. And well, that's impressive. You sent me seven tracks last night. I did. And. And I did. I listened to him. And we're going to be playing some right here on the American Hill Jack Files. That's right, mother truckers. You strap yourselves in. But what, I want to talk to you guys and get your real opinion because you've been, how long, just out of curiosity, you guys have been married since high school, haven't you? We got married at 19. Um, yeah, it'll be 22 years next month. Wow. That's awesome. 22 years put up with me. I was. We I haven't was, killed each other yet. That's what I can't believe. And you guys work in a band together, and you work so well together. That's you know. I'll be. I'll be perfectly honest. You know me. I'm an egotistical ass. I couldn't imagine having to work with my. You know, with any woman I've been married to, let alone the one I am now. 
Uh, Hell of a man. You got like six, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but you guys, you work well together. Everything you do is so cool. And, you know, and, and it's funny because for those that don't know, everybody thinks Crystal just is a screamer. You go watch her karaoke, and you hear her do Heart, and you hear her do Fleetwood Mac, and she is just kick-fucking-ass at everything. In fact, right now, you want a real contrast. She has a striper shirt on to Hell with the, de- the Devil, and Bob's sitting here with Madball, which me and... <laughs> me and, me and hardcore! Yes, we're me, and, me and Chuck just went and seen them with Suicidal up at uh, in uh, House of Blues. It was a great show. So... You've been around here the scene as long as I have and longer. What do you see, just be perfectly honest, what do you see the problem is with the Akron music scene right now? <laughs> just be honest. I want I want the truth. Oh, Jesus. Where do you even start? A lot of egos. Um, a lot of non-support from, from the other bands. A lot of people cutting each other's throats. Yes. Yes. And... Now, another subject, as I know everybody had to listen to, and was <laughs> I got a few messages on, the pay-to-play thing, the, the selling of tickets for these national acts that are coming through. What's your honest opinion on it? Quit playing with that. Um, <laughs> it's not. I wouldn't pay-to-play. We did do it one time with Haybreed, but we knew we would move the tickets. Right. And we got selected to play. Well, that was back in Flames, by the way. Right. Yeah. We got selected by Jamie Johnson himself to play the show. Right. So we put up the money, and what we knew we could get it back. Right. If it's shit like that, I can see taking a risk. Right. I won't. I won't sign us up for any. I will never. Just let this be known now. I will never, ever, ever, and I don't care who it pisses off. Play a motherfucking show with Mushroom Head. Fuck them. Ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Ever. Um. And all these bands that do, man, I just, I feel bad for them because they're, they're like, I don't feel bad for them. It's because they're playing, you know, they're puppets for Mushroom Head. Yes. making money for them. It's the well, that's, that, that was, as you know, you know, the whole Jackal situation out at, uh, you know, the Outpost last week, you know, a couple weeks ago that I covered. It, it's sad for me because I see a lot of younger bands, for me anyways, I've had my chance. I'm 43 and hopefully I can go a little bit farther. But at the same time, I want to give these younger bands and keep the, the avenues open yeah. that they have places to play because right. bars are closing up faster than Absolutely. ever. And I think a lot of these promoters just milk the shit out of the they younger do. guys. They do. And they don't care. And I was it, actually told once, if you won't play a show because you have to sell tickets, there's another younger band out there that will do it in your place. Yes. And that, I think that's sad. And that was by a... Promoter in the area <laughs> probably booked that jackal show. Oh. Right. Yes, I'll say it, Logan. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, um, I I kind of have a I kind of have a theory on that. When when it comes to a national show, would I buy a ticket to that show myself? Exactly. If that's that's the kind of show I will put us on. If I would buy a ticket to that show myself and go to that show myself, and I I would put. And I know a good amount of people would buy tickets to that show. And even if we weren't playing on it, I know a good amount of people that are going to go. Right. Then then it's worth it. Because I'm not doing it for a spot. I'm not doing it for anything. I'm doing it because it's a cool-ass show to play. Because 
because it's a cool show to play. I'm not doing it to build a resume. I'm not doing it to do anything. I'm doing it because, hey, that's cool. Right, right. Now, now, back to you guys. What's your writing process? Bob, do you just riff and the band jumps in? you come with whole songs? How does that work? Yeah, it's usually just at the, after you run through our set. It's idea time most of the time. And Andrew or me or Andy starts it off or... Sometimes, you know, you're like, ah, it's not going to work. And uh, it's, I, I would like to think a lot of bands do it that way, but maybe they don't. Right. But yeah, we always start with a big intro riff, and then we work our way through, and we, we structure it, get it done, and hand it off to her and see what she can do with it. We always record it first. That's awesome. Back to it. Yeah. Um, and then make sure it, it actually matches up and everything everything actually sounds right together. Right. Because if it sounds garbage, you just... You just scrap it, right? Um, and then, and then I use that recording to go back and listen to over and over and over because I'm I'm not a I'm actually not a strong writer and I can't I can't write right off the cuff like that like like so many people can. I wish I could, but I I just don't have that ability. Right. So I have to listen to something for long amounts of time and and then I I add to it and you know as I can. We're a lot alike. You just don't know it. <laughs> I can I can come up with harmony lines. And that's about it. But then I got to literally sit down and think. Yeah. Because yeah, I I, I, I want to tell a story. I'm talking. You know, I think nowadays, you know, if you're trying to do original music, you got to have something that people can gravitate to. Yeah. Like the I seen you guys singing the song about the mask. Uh, yeah. What's that one called? No masks. No masks. Yeah. That was fucking badass. I mean, and it tells exactly what you're feeling from that spot, and right. something people can gravitate to, and that's that's what's more important nowadays right. than anything else, and especially yeah, with so much that's out there. And what, and tonight, what I like is, to me, this this show, and I will reiterate this to all you mother truckers, you have a scene that pulled together tonight. Wrath yes. Icon pulled everybody together. It was very well done. This it's, is the way it should be. Yes. yes, working off each other, helping each Absolutely. other, instead of just doing the same old shit. And it's not, you know. There ain't no egos. Well, no. My, mine, but that's that's inevitable. I know that's what's really <laughs> that's what's really weird. But yeah, another thing, I don't I don't want to bring the level down. But the passing of Pav, oh. how are you guys doing with that? I know that had with yeah. You know, um, I still I still haven't figured out how to deal with that. I really haven't. Um, I just I just haven't. Yeah, I was totally shocked. And as you know, I messaged you I, right I, away to I ask, too. you know. Yeah. Um, I, just, I always, some somewhere in the back of my mind, um, I always kind of had hopes that that somewhere down the line there would be a Flames, flames right. reunion. And especially with him gone, because with, with Jacob leaving, he, he wanted us to continue Flames, and, and Pav didn't want to right. without Jacob. But... You know, with Jacob saying that he had wanted us to continue it, I had hoped that somewhere down the line there would be some kind of reunion show. You know, even years down the line, um, a reunion of Flames from Black. And actually, a couple weeks before he passed away, I had seen Pav, and we had talked about that. Right. And uh, now there's there's never a chance of that. And well, I I always not he, to mention the fact that Bob knew him even longer than I did. That's what I was gonna I say. Keith, for, he's I, come down to Keith's all the time when we had a. Uh, you know, FMA and right. hang out, and he's one. That, he was always one of the funniest little motherfuckers yeah. I've ever oh, met. Right, right. You know, well, we grew up down the street from each other. 
Right. Yeah. He's a first drummer I ever played with. Uh, you know, we started out playing, well, back at them days, Obituary and all those death metal bands were big. That's what we started doing. Right. That was our, that's how we got, we were playing like a stuff nobody knows, creator, people of the lot. <laughs> we jammed the shit out of that. Right. For hours, the same damn song. I know the neighbors, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, and that's back, that's back when he had a Mapex double bass kit with a cage. Yes, yeah. Keith. Keith, when uh, we played, he showed me so many pictures of you guys when you guys were younger and everything. Yeah, yeah. It was so yeah. You because know, for me, you got to remember, I didn't come out here until two thousand two, two thousand three, right. and right. I didn't get to know you guys till two thousand two or two thousand four, right. two thousand five. Right. And but it's so cool. And one guy we got to get dragged back out here is uh, Mr. Mike Markov. Yeah, yes. We uh, it was cool to have him come down to Alliance and hang out with all of us, and you know, yeah. yeah. I miss, I miss those days. I really do. Me too. Me too. I miss I miss so many of those people. And while you know there are there are hurt, you know there are a few of them that are gone. Yes. You know, and as unfortunate as that is, there are a few that need to get their asses back out here. And I agree. And Even if they don't play in bands, just to come right. out and hang out. Exactly. You know. Missed. Yes. Oh, Mr. Marco wants to play. Dude, trust he needs to play. He wants to trust. He needs to play. It's not that he just that he wants to play. You listen to me, Marco. You need to play, my son. So, well, I want to thank you guys from Cronus for stopping in. Oh, I'm gonna do. I want like I'm telling everybody tonight's just get a little glimpse of everybody. Get them in here because get as many bands as that's playing here tonight. Because anybody that wasn't here tonight at the Empire Concert Club, you're missing a hell of a fucking show. And it was only five dollars. Get yeah, that? Well, it's the cheapest show in town. Yeah. There's no sense. <laughs> There's no sense in paying these eight and ten dollar covers for some of these places. You had a you had a show right here tonight to kick the ass. But thanks, Cronus, for coming in. Absolutely. And thanks uh, for having us. No problem. And I will be playing some more of their shit. As always, I'm going to be pushing the bands as much as I can because that's what you people need to hear is the bands and get to know that there's a scene here, and we're going to make it happen again. So uh, stick around. We'll see you in a minute. Holy man, that was such a cool interview. It's good to hang out and just shoot the shit with these people. But the biggest part is I want you to know these people. Because Cronus is a kick-ass band. And I just want to spread the word, get get you to know all this. Because it's important. It's time. It's time for the Akron-Canton Cleveland music scene to rise up and show the country that it's worth a shit, man. Because it is. And right now, I'm going to play from them. And you can check those guys out at facebook.com forward slash Cronus. I'm going to play from them No Mask because that song just knocked me on my ass last weekend. Check these guys out right here. Get you a pool.
No Masks from Akron, Ohio's own Cronus. That's right. No Masks, No Gimmicks. Love that line. Check those guys out at Cronus or Facebook.com forward slash Cronus. I'm sorry. little excited. Loving the new stuff. Loving these bands. Speaking of new bands. And this band wasn't on the bill last Saturday. But you'll hear the whole story. Manchester Rhodes, Coy Scott, great guy. Got a great interview with him. I hope to do more with those guys. And I've got show announcements coming with those guys. Yes, we are. The Hellfire Club is going to be doing a very special show with the Manchester Road and some other bands. I, I can't get it out yet until I get all the details, but it's coming. Hey, but sit right back. Listen to this last little interview because... It it shows what the business, what you need to do in the music business. Please listen. Please listen well. Well, I'm sitting here. Now, Eric come back and he, he told me there's this guy out there saying I have a nice ass. Well, last night I put up the thing about someone needs to send me stuff and everything. And one of the first messages that I got from Mr. Coy Scott from Manchester Road was, what, we're not good enough? And then I said, yeah, you guys are good enough. I'd love to have you guys send me your stuff. And I always say I always looked up to Todd Davey, and he said he didn't know how because he was only three foot tall. So, you know, <laughs> with that being said, uh, you guys are going to be playing up here, uh, I believe, with Boba Flex, aren't you? Yep, December 22nd. December 22nd. Thursday night, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, now, I'm excited about that one. For those that don't know, Manchester Road has uh, Todd Davey that was in World Gone Mad with Guy Bechter and those guys. You got Coy and you got Rob, I do believe. Uh, Rob Hendricks. Rob Hendricks, one of my favorite guys from out here. And who else? Justin Tolks. Justin Tolks. Yeah. And you, I seen you guys. These guys, they are doing the way it is supposed to be done. They got their demo done. They packaged everything and they started sending it out to every college radio station in a different place. You hear that, people? That's what you're supposed to do. Okay, you you got to push it and you got to be your own promoter. Fuck these promoters. These are the guys that are doing it right. 300 CDs went out. Yes. I st- you guys kept put- sharing those posts, and I kept commenting on them because I was. I was very impressed on what you guys were doing because there's no one that sees that. Everybody thinks that it's like the movies, that yeah. someone's just going to come walk into a fucking bar and say, oh, man, here's here's a deal for you. Oh, yeah, let me put you on your on my radio station. That's not the way it is. A&R guys don't exist no more. No. You're the A&R guy. Exactly. So. Now, Manchester Road. Describe your sound to me. Oh, God, that's like the worst question ever for us. Just because we get so much. I mean, uh, of course, you know Todd. You've known Todd a long time. You know his influences. Uh, but the best description we've heard is um, um, if you were to lock a wasp and bad company into a room together. Yeah. For them to write a song. Um, and we get a lot of Foo Fighters influence. And- right. Uh, stuff like that too, but uh, Wasp is one of our big influences. Of course, of Mr. Course, Davey. Just rock and roll. We write songs with as much melody as we can, and groove and hooks. And, and I think music has kind of lost that. It's all gotten exactly. We're just some discussing Some of that. us aren't at that technical level where that's what we want to write. So we want to write more songs that people want to sit down and smoke a joint and say, "Hey, this is good shit." Yeah. <laughs> now, you've been you're, you're originally from Akron, correct? Or, 
I'm originally from Oklahoma myself. Oh, my God. Yeah, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Nothing wrong with that. No, no. And Sooners, baby. Moved here when I was 18 because I couldn't wait to get out of there. Uh-huh. Oklahoma's the state waiting for something to be proud of. Um, so I left there and came here and uh, started hanging out at Ramones and uh, playing drums for different bands back then. I was in Typhoid Mary for about four years. Okay. Steve Hammond. Yeah, yeah, with Steve Hammond. Uh, the gatekeeper. Yeah, and uh, so that whole Ramones, Agora, uh, Sleazies, uh, so you, Filthies. This leads into perfect to what I'm talking about. So you've seen the scene go from back then, right. the Agora and Ramones, when it was thriving out here. Right. Where it was asshole to belly button, where sometimes when you had guys like Out of the Blue playing, you couldn't get people into the bar with a shoehorn. And now you got now where you can barely get fucking people into a club. What do you think is the issue you? T- I want your honest opinion from a musician. I think musician what happened that. was everybody got so used to going out and playing on stage that it became relaxed, and everybody forgot to put a show on for the people. You okay, know, you got people that are paying money to walk into the door to be entertained, right? And if you're not willing to do that as a band, you know, if you're going to just show up with your guitar and your blue jeans and have some shots, then you know, and stare at your feet. Right, right. That's where, <laughs> that's where the scene's going to be. But you know, bands that come out and want to put on a show and want to say, "Hey, thank you for taking time out of your evening, right, on a cold ass night, to come out to the Empire Concert Club and pay ten bucks, eight bucks, whatever, to get in the door and come see us play. We appreciate that. So here's a good show for you. Right. Okay. Well, on the pricing thing, do you, that's another subject. Do you think? What do you what do you think? Do you think eight and ten bucks is too much, or do you think for a local show? For a local show, be honest. That's hard to say. I, I personally, we don't charge that. Exactly. We don't charge that. Um, we're at the point in our career and our road with the band that we've learned over the years, especially re- um, recently, that music's free. Right. I mean, you can download music all day for free. Um, so really what you're charging people is to be entertained and to come see you live. Um, so, yeah, I think at that level, if you're a local band, you know, now if you got a packed house of five great bands, then maybe $10 is worth it because you're seeing 10 bands um, that are all really, really good and are all going to entertain you. Um, but if you're paying 10 bucks to go see bands that really aren't putting that effort forward. Right. Then. Yeah, we we try to chart ourselves in the Hellfire Club. We think five dollars, three to five dollars is enough, especially with the economy the way it is. Everybody is laid off. The uh, it, it's a tough thing out there. And guys, hey, I'm sorry. I'll be honest. I got six kids, so yeah, you get you know, when you when it comes to it, you got to pay a babysitter. You get everything costs. Right. Everything adds up. And like you said, and that's our theory too. When you come out, it's time. You know, I want to give you everything I have to entertain you. Right. And that's, I think you're right, is a lot of it, it, it died down. And I think, you know, ideally, I mean, I see a lot of posts about, you know, someone doing the breakdown, how it costs this much to play a show and, you know, this much rehearsal time and this much and blah, blah, blah. And a bar owner shouldn't ask a musician. You wouldn't ask a chef to cook for free. Why would you ask a band to pay for free? But the difference is, is um, with music, it's it's free and you're trying to build a name for yourself and right if you start hammering the club owners too much on that issue 
the club owners then say, you know what, then we'll go to a DJ. And, and that's what this. has happened. And um, so I think the bands need to work with the club owners just as much as the club owners need to work with the bands. And, you know, let's make it a scene again. Right? Yes. You know, the like punk scene back in the 70s was insane. And it was never about the money. It was about the show. Yes. And, uh, you know, bands have to fund themselves. We do. Exactly. And it, and I think, that, like tonight, I give Wrath Icon all the credit. They brought the scene together, and they put it as a, a cheaper show at $5. And look, the place is packed. Yeah. yeah. And that's what... The parking lot is packed here tonight, people. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, is having something to offer. Not someone just being a star of the night. And that's the, and every every band's a star tonight, and everybody's and that's and the way that's it should how be. It should be yes. I mean, if you got the uh, the uh, balls to go out in front of people and play songs that you've written yourself and put yourself out there to hang, then you deserve that, right? And, um, you know, bands work hard; they really do. Yes. So on that subject, so am I. Gl- Right to assume that the whole pay-to-play deal for you guys, Manchester Road, is totally out. Some of the stuff that's been going on where these promoters want to use use the bands to pay for the national acts coming through. Uh, what's your opinions on that? Um, I think sometimes you have to play the game if you want that that show bad enough. We've actually turned down big shows um, at some of the big venues around here due to that. And it's it's... You know, we're not going to pay to play. Right. Um, if it was a show that was really worth our time, if it was bands that, yeah. Somebody. I mean, yeah, if we got an opportunity to pay to play. But, you know, these these guys that are going on these national act tours and paying a million dollars to go on tour with a band just to be on tour with them. And not making a dime. I mean, if you got that much money, great. Right. I don't have that much money. So, I mean, our goal is is we've, we've just looked into different avenues to try to make money. It's, it's, if you're expecting to make money playing live, you're probably going to be disappointed. Right. Unless you're a touring band. We did a show here with a band called Screaming for Silence. They're a great band. I play, them on, I, play the, I play them on here all the time. Yep. And they are road dogs, and those guys are dedicated as hell, and we love them. Um, but those guys, that is their niche. That is what they're going to do. And they're going to go somewhere because of their drive as to where we're not that same avenue. Right. You know, there's different avenues. Our avenue is we're <coughs> pushing more for going after licensings and stuff exactly. like that. Um, try to sell our songs in another mar- market. And, um, and I know uh, Todd and World Gone Mad did that with uh, one of their songs. Yep. Uh, I forget what show it is now. It escaped my mind. Yeah, um, I can't even remember the name of the show. We were but, just talking about it. Yes, but yeah, he still gets residuals for that. Yes, and that's the, so. and that's the smart way to go. You know, it, it, any little that's what a lot of people don't realize. That getting those little things like that can help you fund what you're trying to do exactly. and get to the next level. And you know, too many bands think that it's like I said, it's like the like the movies. You know, they watch Rockstar and think that someone's just going to come in and grab them, and the next thing you know, you're torn around a bus. Yes, I have that same dream too. So do I. And I wake up and I have more the, wet. So I have more the dream of like at the end of Dumb and Dumber when you know the hot chicks pull up and open the bus door. I I, I ain't worried about going. Don't give me a tour bus full of other guys. I've been I've done that. Right. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, we talk about that stuff and we laugh about it. And I mean, it'd be great to go on tour, but 
only if we really get paid to do it. Exactly. I mean, aside from that, you know, these days with the tools that you have to record and, you know, and then you've got a local club like this where you can play out and do great shows without really having to push yourself on that way. And like I said, guys like Screaming for Silence that hit the road and they're gone. God bless them, man, because those guys, I mean, they, they had one of the greatest... Uh, things I've ever heard said. We were all sitting in the green room, and um, Todd looked at the uh, one guy from the band and said, uh, it's really amazing you're able to find five dudes that would just throw away everything and go on the road like this. And he went, whoa, 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 and he stopped Todd dead, and he goes, nobody threw anything away. This is our life. Right. We live out of the same wallet. And it was one of the most profound things I've ever heard. And that's heard. what you have to do. Yeah. Yes. Me and, me and Chuck did a tour of, uh, and for those that don't know, Chuck Dobbins has been standing over here in the corner. Being, Chuck's here. Been playing playing with the door thing, <laughs> you know, and everything. That's not a vibra slap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People just don't know. But uh, we did a, we did tours for the military in, in South Korea for four months. That is awesome. But, you know, we got, we were paid nicely. That we were handled nicely, and those are the type of tours that we would rather go on. Sure, not that not because these other tours aren't, but like you said, unless you're dedicated, you know, I got, I got kids, he's got kids. If you ain't making money, and you got the significant other back at home, and the they want to know where the cash is coming from, so you got to you got to think of that stuff, and that's why when you talk about the licensing and things like that, that's where it needs people need to look past the average. It is. Everybody thinks it's like, who was it? The singer from was it Parkway Drive or Slayer that said, "I'm a screaming T-shirt salesman." I think it was Parkway Drive. Yeah. Yes, and that's that, and that's another thing. Merchandise. I see you guys, you know, pumping out the shirts, doing yeah. different things, and a lot of bands don't get that either. They think that you know someone else has to do that. No, you can go and yeah, guess what, people? You can get your own T-shirts printed and pay for those and design those. Yeah. Yeah. We actually printed them ourselves because. Two of the guys in our band own shine, uh, sign shop, so yeah, <laughs> so, so it worked out for us. But that's, but we had to do all the screen print and work ourselves, which that sucked. But, but uh, it's worth it in the end because it, it also it makes you feel like you're giving a little bit of part of yourself. We're a closer band because of it, right? Because when you, when, everything we do, we do as a band. We make T-shirts. Um, we did these, you know, we did uh, almost two and a half, three months worth of every Monday and Thursday night getting together and doing mailers research in these college radio stations. I know you and we would sit in Todd's Todd's house and all of us would be on a tablet or a computer and we're all picking states and you know we'd call out to Todd this address this address and that's how that all happened but you know it was three months and you uh, guys just, but you guys like you said now we drank a lot but, but that's that's okay yeah you know, so you had to get a spare liver. No biggie. <laughs> right, right. But that's what was cool. Like I even you guys just putting the pictures where you guys were just laying on the floor amongst everything. Yeah. To me even as another musician, stand. I was like, I was looking at that, and that's, that's cool. I, I wish, I wish I could be a part of that. Yeah. And that's that's what I think sells you guys so much, and is going to push you guys further, is because you're being real about it. You're not it's, being out there yeah. saying, yeah, yeah, we're rock star. No, you're like, hey, we're pulling together, and we're making this happen. And I think that's an example that other bands need to take. Yeah, we. Yeah, it's like we look at each other, and you know, we're like Richard Gear, an officer and a gentleman. When he's like. I got no place else to go. Right. You know, that's us. You know, we got no place else to go. We have each other, and we click really well. We've been friends forever, and uh, I mean, and let's just face and it. And the songs we write, we love. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's and not that's for what I was going to say. Todd, Todd, Todd has always been a writer from the heart. 
Yeah. And that's that's that is he just is who he is. And it's funny because we've talked, and he has some of the weirdest influences that people don't know, like some of the New York hardcore stuff and everything that we go back and forth. Oh you shit, know. Rob's worse than he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Robbie, I, Mr. Hendricks. I've spilt many a drink with. Um, uh, how to say? We we've had many conversations. In fact, he turns me on to like weird documentaries and stuff. Yeah. He's the he's that guy. You he's, talk to him, hey dude, have you seen this? You know, and next amazing thing, musician. Man. Yes, he, one of the he best is, bass players in this area. But I want to thank you for stopping in Thanks for a little for bit. Thanks for having me. You know, I'm going to go out here it. and have a few drinks yeah, and come back. Let's do a shot. All right. Hey, are you for, in for a shot? All right. Okay, all you mother truckers out there, stay by your goddamn computers or your phone, whatever you're listening to, because we will have more of this shit. And I'm going to play some Manchester Road because these guys are going to be sending me this shit. They better be. And uh, it's the American Hilljack Files, APRO Radio, positive, real, and original. Fucking, I'll tell you, that was Coy's shit. Coy is a really fun guy to talk to. He has a lot of insight. And his whole band does. And what they're doing, I really admire, and I hope to emulate myself within the Hellfire Club. A lot of bands out there, a lot of variety of bands. If you listen to everything you heard today, it's really cool. And right now, I'm going to play one from them that they get, he gave me their EP. Oh, my God, dude. It kicks ass. And this song right here, it's called Drive. Whew, I'll tell you. I'm going to have to sit down with Mr. Todd Davey and do an interview with him and pick his brain because he is one fucking hell of a songwriter. Get your pull off of this, mother truckers, because it's going to drive you crazy.
Yeah, drive right there from Manchester Road. You can check those guys out at ManchesterRoadBand.com. Like I said, great guys. They're doing a hell of a lot. I can't tell you about this show yet. It's going to be a great show. There's some other bands on it. It's going to be a big surprise. And it's going to be somewhere that we've never played before. Just stick by the old A-Pro radio and you'll be hearing about it. But, hey, I just want to wind this up because it's been such a cool show by saying thank God that we're all pulling together. There's a lot to happen that lot that needs to happen to get it better, but the, we've got a hell of a good cornerstone. And I can't, I can't just, can't just wait. It, it's hard for me because for so long I've been out here since 2003. I've come out here at the beginning, well, at the end of 2002, to Akron Canton music scene, and I've tried and I've tried and I've preached about everybody getting together and pulling together from just taking from what I've learned in the AK Valley Pittsburgh music scene and how pulling together is for the fans and it does better for the bands and the clubs and everybody involved. And I think it's finally catching on. I I can't believe it. It's been a long 13 years, but I love it. And I want to thank guys like Eric at the Empire that is affording the opportunity for bands to actually be able to do this at a place that is classy and trying to do the best for the bands as well as the club because that's what needs to get back to all you other club owners out there, which I'm not knocking anybody because someone's going to fucking message me and other people are going to bitch and talk behind my back, and that's fine. That's fine. It is what it is. I just want to thank everybody that's tuned in. Hope you know that it's important that you tune in. I appreciate it so much. And I'll do my usual spiel, because if I don't, just wouldn't be me now, would it? <laughs> okay. Well, like I've say, every mother trucking show. But while I may sound negative in the delivery of these subjects, I still believe that there's enough of this pro positive real and original people who live to do no harm but take no shit in this country hell in this world that if we all put aside all the petty immature bullshit and work together we can make a difference in turning this big blue marble around for the better like another wise man i share a first name with my idol john lennon always saying you may say i'm a dreamer but i'm not the only one I hope someday you'll join us and the world can live as one. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the American Hilljacks Files. And make sure to go to aproradio.com for another episode of this show and other episodes of this show and others, as well as articles and other stuff for all you mother truckers entertainment. If I offended you or you want to debate anything I said, the floor is yours. You can come on here. We can do it through Skype or Obviously, I can come to where you're at. Or you can send me a message through Bookface, and we can talk about this shit. Just remember, I am who I am, and it sure ain't Popeye. 
I am John, the American Hilljack Lane, telling you to keep pushing through and keep your head down to avoid the bullshit. And as always, here's American Dog to send you out the mother trucking door. Catch you next time on the American Hilljack Files. Now I don't know what you think you know about me or my ways But I've been doing this so damn long I'm pretty much here to stay So when you tell me what to do or what I should be Well here's what your opinion means to me It's bullshit God damn it Bullshit I can't stand your bullshit And I don't like it No sir Not at all Maybe you've got good intentions But I done made up my mind I don't care about fashion Being cool Or even on time I've already got my own path And it's much too late to quit And frankly Your opinion don't mean dick It's bullshit God damn it Bullshit I can't stand your bullshit And I don't like it No sir Not at all